Hello again, friends, and welcome to the New Testament in a Year podcast. I'm Sean Bailey, and we're continuing our journey of reading through the New Testament, one chapter every weekday of the year. Today we continue our journey, and we are landing in Acts chapter 12. Acts chapter 12. So if you would, grab your Bible if you can, and listen closely, if you will. And let's read God's Word together. This is day number 28 in our journey. And in Acts chapter 12, we are just coming from a scenario where in Acts chapter 11 and chapter 10, we witnessed the spread of the gospel to the Gentiles and challenging uh, the early believers' understanding of God's plan. Peter explains his vision and the conversion of Cornelius and his household, the conversion of non-Jews, highlighting ultimately how inclusive God's grace is for all people. And so now let's turn our attention to Acts chapter 12. In this chapter, we see the events in the early Christian community uh, that are faced with challenges, but also characterized by divine interventions. Notice this today. As we read, here some points to help us understand what we're reading. Look for persecution and prayer. Notice how King Herod, he makes an appearance here and he persecutes, believe, aggressively persecutes believers without hesitation. And the challenges that early Christians would face. Watch for the response to this and how the power of prayer which in the, within the Christian community rises up. And then watch for this amazing escape that Peter, Peter performs and ultimately God performs and Peter's the <laughs> recipient of this miracle. Peter escapes prison. Watch this. Watch how it happened. And, and, and what seemed to be impossible was made possible by God's intervention. And then look for how God's authority, keep this theme in place here. Look how God's authority rises up here as well. And pay attention to the consequences that are faced by King Herod for not recognizing his authority. Some intense scenes happen here. So let's let's read together. Let's jump straight into it and, and let this play out before us. Acts chapter 12. We'll start in verse 1 and we'll go all the way to verse 25 together. Here we go. Verse 1. About that time, King Herod violently attacked some who belonged to the church. And he executed James, John's brother, with the sword. When he saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded to arrest Peter too during the festival of unleavened bread. After that arrest, he put him in prison and assigned four squads of four soldiers each to guard him, intending to bring him out to the people after the Passover. So Peter was kept in prison, but the church was praying fervently to God for him. 
When Herod was about to bring him out for trial, that very night, bound with two chains, was sleeping between two soldiers while the sentries in front of the door guarded the prison. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared, and a light shone in the cell, striking Peter on the side. He woke him up and he said, Quick, get up! And the chains fell off his wrists. Get dressed, the angel told him, and put on your sandals. And he did. Wrap your cloak around you, he told him, and follow me. So he went out and followed, and he did not know that what the angel did was really happening, but he thought he was seeing a vision. After they passed the first and the second guards, they came to the iron gate that leads into the city, which opened to them by itself. Then they went outside and passed one street, and suddenly the angel left him. When Peter came to himself, he said, Now I know for certain that the Lord has sent his angel and rescued me from Herod's grasp and from all that the Jewish people expected. As soon as he realized this, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, who was called Mark, where he, where many had assembled and were praying. He knocked at the door of the outer gate, and a servant named Rhoda came to answer. She recognized Peter's voice, and because of her joy, she did not open the gate, but ran in and announced that Peter was standing at the outer gate. You're out of your mind, they told her. But she kept insisting that it was true, and they said, it's his angel. Peter, however, kept on knocking, and when they opened the door and saw him, they were amazed. Motioning to them with his hand to be silent, he described to them how the Lord had brought him out of prison. Tell these things to James and the brothers, he said. And he left them and went to another place. At daylight, there was a great commotion among the soldiers as to what had become of Peter. After Herod searched and did not find him, he interrogated the guards and ordered their execution. Then Herod went down to Judea to Caesarea and stayed there. Herod had been very angry with the people of Tyre and Sidon. Together they presented themselves before him. After winning over Blastus, who was in charge of the king's bedroom, they asked for peace because their country was supplied with food from the king's country. On an appointed day, dressed in royal robes and seated on the throne, Herod delivered a speech to them. The assembled people began to shout, it's the voice of a God and not of a man. At once an angel of the Lord struck him because he did not give the glory to God and he was eaten by worms and died. But the word of God spread and multiplied. After they had completed their relief mission, Barnabas and Saul returned to Jerusalem, taking along John, who was called Mark. And that's the reading of Acts chapter 12. Pretty intense scenes going down there. Mercy, mercy. Acts chapter 12, we saw James be martyred and Peter thrown in jail. The people pray and were fervently praying. And the Lord intervened. Pretty amazing things that went down in Acts chapter 12. Let's unpack that and, and ultimately notice what God is throwing at us 
I try to receive that here. So in this, some things that we can take out together. Notice that in the face of persecution, that the early Christians are a, an amazing example of what fervently praying looks like as a community. And it reminds us that we need to fervently pray, but not fervently pray alone. Fervently pray together and seek the support and the strength of our Christian community during our most difficult times. Praying together fervently. When he arrived, they were praying together after he had the miraculous escape. And his miraculous escape serves as a powerful, powerful testimony to God's ability to intervene in our lives. This should encourage us to trust, to fully trust in his providence, even in the middle of what seems impossible. Even when those challenges that come to us weigh on us so heavily, that put us in a situation where we think we have no out and there's no way through. Look what God did for Peter. There is a way. There is a way. And God will intervene even in the most impossible circumstances. And maybe even in ways that go beyond our imagination or expectation. God will intervene. Pray fervently. And look at the downfall the death of King Herod. This drives home that fear of God that we, we have lost in our country, in our world. His death underscores the true consequence of not giving God the glory and not respecting his authority. We should examine our own lives and, to, and to, to evaluate if we submit to God's rule. Because if we don't, we need to seek after that. We see what happens, that he was struck dead at that moment, was eaten by worms, and that should be a visual in our mind that shows what evil looks like. And the power of God's authority over us. And we should run to him with open arms because of the amazing grace that he offers through Jesus Christ. That that wrath that he threw on Herod, Jesus took it on himself so that we did not have to face that for those who believe. Praise God for that. That should encourage us. It sure does me and I'm grateful to be on this side of God's justice because of his amazing grace poured out by his son Jesus. Praise God for that. As we wrap up this episode, I pray that you find ways that we can seek after seek after God in our lives. To draw together as a Christian community, to pray fervently, to trust in divine intervention from God, and never see challenges as insurmountable and just be in awe of God's authority, have amazing respect for him and embrace him and the mercy and grace he shows us. Thank you all for joining me today. Acts 12 is a powerful one. Acts 13 promises to be just the same as we get to see Paul and Barnabas 
being set apart for their missionary journey. That Saul is now Paul. This is exciting. As the persecutor becomes a missionary, we see the amazing work of God flow through him. I don't want to give that away just yet. Look forward to talking to you in the next episode. God bless you. God bless your family. May you be a blessing to those all around you. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the New Testament in a Year podcast, where we simply read the Word of God and we try to unpack it so we can find application in our lives, knowing that there is nothing more powerful than God's Word. You see, Scripture is the only source that teaches us who God is and what God wants of us. My encouragement is that the Word of God will bless you and ultimately bless your friends and family. I'll encourage you to share this podcast with your friends, share it on your social media or by word of mouth. Join in. Let's read the word of God together. And through this, may God be glorified throughout reading, listening, application, and understanding of his word together.